Hello and welcome to the Happy Dog Podcast. In this episode or mini episode of our podcast, we are going to talk about the ABCs of dog training. ABCs of dog training stands for antecedent behavior and consequence and if you're a dog trainer listen to this I appreciate that it's not always as simple as the ABCs but we are going to start there and maybe in further episodes we'll go into this in a lot more detail but I want you to start thinking about your dog's behavior in terms of the ABC. So A antecedent. The antecedents are the things that tell your dog to do the behavior. So, for example, in humans, an antecedent could be a red light. A red light when you're driving tells you to brake, to stop at the traffic lights. That's the behaviour. So the antecedent is the signal that tells your dog to do the behaviour. It could be a cue like sit. It could be the sight of food. It could be the sight of another dog. It could be the lead. It could be people coming into the house. It could be the doorbell. It could be anything. Every behavior that your dog does has an antecedent to it. Your dog nags for food. The antecedent is the hunger signals. There is something, whether it's something in the environment or whether it's something within your dog, there will be something that kind of causes the behavior to happen. Sometimes it's obvious. We like those ones. Sometimes it's not as obvious. We like those ones too, but maybe not quite as much. The behavior, that's the behavior. That's the thing we generally see. It tells us a lot about the way that the dog's thinking, what their behavior is doing can depend on the emotional state of the dog. It can depend on what cues they've been given as to whether the behavior is something that we appreciate or whether the behavior is something we don't appreciate and then the consequence so the consequence can be something that the dog finds rewarding so if the dog finds the consequence rewarding they are more likely to repeat that behavior in um following the antecedent so the consequence if it's good if it's something the dog likes is going to drive that behavior again next time that antecedent is in place. It could also be punishing. That means that the behavior is less likely to occur the next time the dog comes across that antecedent. So the consequence is so important to whether we see behaviors happening again or whether we see those behaviors disappearing. What we need to do as dog trainers, and if you're a dog owner, you are also a dog trainer, is manipulate the antecedents and the consequence to manipulate the behaviour. So often we will introduce a new cue or we will set the environment up in order that some of the antecedents are not there or are there. We'll see what the behaviour is that we get. And then if it's something we like, we'll reward it. And if it's something we don't like, 
if you're a trainer like me who doesn't really want to use punishment, we were, we might remove something that the dog wants or we might learn from that and the next time we will set the antecedent up differently to try to remove the behaviour. Okay, it's getting complicated already. Let's delve into it a little bit more. If I want my dog to come back when I start teaching them, my antecedent is going to be Fido come. The behaviour I want to see is the dog sprinting over to me fast as they can and the consequence will be that I will give them a huge reward. That means the next time that they hear Fido come, they'll come over to me and I can give them another reward. That's like the perfect little dog training bubble that I can put you all into because in the environment, there's nothing going on, is there? Let's take a similar example. Let's say that we're on a field and I want my dog to come back to me because another dog has entered the field. I give my cue, the antecedent, Fido come. And this time the behaviour of my dog, not to come running over to me, no, no, it's to go running over to the other dog. And the consequence is great play with that other dog. The next time I set that little ABC up, the dog has my dog has learned that they can they can go and find a friend and play. So I want to set that up differently. So I might work harder at my Fido come and getting him to come back to me and rewarding that highly. So I'm going to set the environment up differently. I'm not going to practice it when there's another dog around because at the moment it's not strong enough. I might use a long line so I've got a little bit more control over the environment so I can put my antecedent in place. Or I could use the cue of seeing another dog as my antecedent for running back to me and I can reward that. So I've got lots of different options. I could maybe change my reward. I could maybe teach coming back to me means that you get to play with the other dog. Maybe that's the consequence that drives the behaviour. But what I can look at is manipulating different things to get this, the outcome that I want. Let's take um, a behaviour that we want to reduce. So if I've got a dog that is jumping up at me when I walk into a room, the antecedent is my uh, appearance. Like I turn up, I'm there, I open a door, I step through it. So I appear, the dog jumps up at me. I want to reduce that behaviour. So I'm going to remove my attention from the dog because that loss of attention is a punishment to the dog. And therefore, um, hopefully next time, they won't jump up at me. It's going to take a few repetitions perhaps, but I can appear, the dog jumps up, I ignore. And then I, that, so that's going to hopefully reduce the jumping up behaviour. Ideally, what I want to do is appear, dog comes to me, and the consequence is I give them attention. But they have to have all four paws on the ground. So their behaviour dictates what I do. And by through doing that, it teaches the dog, if I do this, I get the consequence that I actually want. They want to get my attention. And to do that, they have to change their behavior. The antecedent kind of stays the same. I appear, dog jumps up, I remove my attention, or I appear, dog jumps up, I ignore, dog sits, I give them some attention. So we can manipulate different things. We can also look at changing the way in which the antecedent appears so we can initially teach a sit 
by getting the dog to put their bum on the floor so they do the behavior and then we teach them that the antecedent for that is the word sit so we would normally start to introduce the cue sit as their dog as the dog's bum hits the ground and then gradually introduce it before we're not just going to stand and shout at a brand new eight week old puppy sit 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 and hope that the dog sits they might do because sitting can be a bit of a i really don't understand what you're asking me to do behavior but a lot of the time they just they just look at you as if to say what what do you want so one little um mnemonic that i have no it's not a mnemonic is it but like a little saying is don't label it till they love it so i get them doing the sit behavior by maybe taking a treat over their nose and then i introduce the label the keyword sit a few repetitions in so i've already got the behavior going the consequence is good and then i teach them the antecedent for it so we can take each of those i could like i could teach a sit behavior under the cue banana if I really wanted to not that I would ever remember to say banana but I might I can also use the antecedent of a hand signal I could also use the antecedent of opening a door and if the door opens towards the dog that the dog sits I could teach the antecedent of if I stop you sit so we can really manipulate the antecedent the setting agent for the behavior we can manipulate the behavior and we can manipulate the consequence. And what we need to do is work out which is the easiest one to do. Consequence is quite easy. We reward what we like. We ignore what we don't like. If we don't like it, we can set it up differently so that we do get an outcome that we, we can reward. That's the key, which is why we don't need to use punishment. And we can also teach the dog when you see a dog, look at me. When you see a dog, come back to me. If you see a cat, look at me. If you see a person, sit. If I stop, sit. So we can change each element of the ABC to really work in our advantage and so that we can normally always reward our dog for doing things that we like rather than constantly waiting for things that they don't like and then telling them that wasn't right because that's not a great great way to learn, is it? I hope you enjoyed that podcast. I know it was a little bit more uh, sciencey maybe than our other podcasts, but if you've got any questions, find me on Instagram. It's pooches.galore. Don't forget to rate the podcast, like the podcast, share the podcast, anything you can with the podcast to get it out there to more people. See you next week. <laughs>